2: And if you can see yourself as a part of that, that these are my brothers and sisters in this ecosystem. Yeah. Some know themselves, some don't know themselves. Some yeah. are blind, deaf, and dumb. Some are intelligent, some are rich, some are this, that, and the third. But this is my big dysfunctional family. Yeah. You understand me? And when I'm in my position, the first thing I'm going to do is something for my family. Mm-hmm. Why? It's because I am only getting in this position to do something for my family. Yeah. But if you, you can tell, we, we, let's look at the billionaires in our culture, right? Yeah. Who is actually dangerous, right? We see Elon Musk wake up one day and decide to utilize the world as his playing field mm-hmm. and go buy the largest social media platform that was empowered by black voices on the planet earth, which Absolutely. is Twitter. Twitter yeah. He can just wake up and decide that I'm going to leverage my money, my influence, my power, mm-hmm. right, and dictate to the world what I want to change. That's why
3: capital is king.
2: That's power. Man. Yeah. We don't have that power in our celebrities, in our billionaires. Mostly also because they don't try and make bold statements. Once they get the money and power, a lot of times they'll go silent on it. I'm 19 Keys and this is High Level Conversation. Tap in with the guy. Peace Family is 19 Keys Tapping In. This is High Level Conversation. Today I'm here with a master of the market, a master of the mind, a master of discipline, a master of understanding and reality, a person that has allowed himself to be in the public eye of the people and consistently teach and educate people to change the trajectory of their family, to change the trauma that has existed in their family through financial oppression into a place of financial liberation. This is the person that is consistent, that is steadfast, that is always updating the people with his oracle of a mind, teaching people about the future and what will happen. The most dangerous thing about listening to this master investor, Ian Dunlap, is when you actually don't execute off the knowledge that he gives you. This is more than comparing him to a Warren Buffett or anybody else in the market, because I think that his name rings by himself to be understood that now people have to figure out how they can be this version of Ian Dunlap, how they can be the version of a master investor. And how do you become a master? You first have to master yourself in an area of discipline so that you can take that same energy and you can conquer something else. And I believe that's exactly what you learn when you tap in to master investor himself. So I brought him here to have a high level conversation about time, about the truth of reality, investing, this recession that we into, you understand me, and all other truths that you should tap into so that your family can be on a better trajectory of wealth and power. None other than my good brother. Man,
3: I appreciate it? With you, brother. Love you, dearly. Likewise. One of my favorite people on earth. We tapped in. Let's go.
2: This episode is brought to you by Infinite Wealth Strategies. I think the bigger thing about doing deals is when you can put out there, you did a deal with somebody. Yeah. yeah. You understand me? Yeah. 19 Keys, Master Investor, yeah. Inc.'s deal of so-and-so yeah. for... High-level conversations, 19 Keys is going to different like Yeah, yeah. sponsors that allow him freedom.
3: And then, freedom. you know, if you say something that yeah. they don't like, I'm not going to be like, whoa. Right. whoa. And freedom of
2: speech is the biggest it's thing right now. For them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they. For them. It's, it's it, That is funny. I heard Tamika Mallory talking about that. She said, like, what more do a white man want as far as freedom of speech? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. you got the Rush Limbaugh's, you got the whoop Waps. But it's like the freedom of speech of anything. I would see where I want more, <laughs> yeah. and and not that I won't say what I want to say. But it's like you all you can say it, but it's not gonna get reach. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of saying it? Yeah. You understand me? If you can say it and it gets the same reach, that's the real freedom. It's not that you can't say it. Is that if I say it where it will, if I say something now that'll reach a million people, but if I speak a truth, then it's only gonna reach a thousand. It don't have the same
3: reach. Now I'm not even yeah. using my platform. Yeah. You know what i'm saying but most of our people don't want to hear the truth they don't it sucks it's sad that's the tough battle that we're in is just giving truth to a group of people that's been lied to forever
2: yeah i mean this shit goes to ancient days like what people have ever wanted to hear the truth not many like what like if you think about it you put the man. glasses on while we roll and we can start with a casual conversation and then to get the brains Turn the wiring sparks. but what people have ever wanted the truth, like if we look at ancient civilizations, right, whether you go into the Greeks, the Romans, the Phoenicians, the Sumerians, the Egyptians, you go into the Africa with the Dogon, the Zulus, whatever it is, but like, and, and, and then it's funny because as soon as I go over to Africa, I feel like those people had no problem with speaking more of truth. Yeah. But when I think about systems that have up-down systems where there's somebody at the top, the people at the bottom don't want to hear everything that's going on. Yeah. what they want more than anything is a great quality of life and to be happy you understand me that's true like on my trip in egypt when i was studying i started to look up like what was the wealth like in egypt and the wealth in egypt was similar to the system that we have now like the yeah. pharaohs had the money then the priests then the army yeah. you understand the artists and all of that stuff and then the people at the bottom particularly live like you know a little lower wealth life yeah um or lower class life but what they figured out was as long as they took care of their people, their people took care of them. Yeah. So when they started to study the Nile River and the harvest connected to the moon, and they figured out that whole mathematical system of how they can harvest food and they can feed mass amounts of people, yeah. they people was happy as long as they can eat. You that's understand true. me? They can spend time with their family. They have vocation, they have work. They work for the Pharaohs. They love the Pharaohs. It's part of their religion. It's part of, that's their gods. Yeah. You understand me? Uh, uh, what they deified, and so it gave them purpose. It gave them work. It gave them food. It gave them clothing. It gave them shelter, security. Yeah, the people were happy with that.
3: Yeah, I think anytime you have a mass body of people, they want safety. But if you go mm-hmm. like to the Dogon tribe, the Sumerians, like yeah, they were they knew about the planetary system. Yeah, yeah, thousands of years yeah. before everyone else. Like I think once you get so big, you're going to have the eighty twenty rule or ninety five five rule. But if you have like a smaller community, mm-hmm. I think. In a smaller community you need truth in order to have trust absolutely yeah
2: but that's the difference it's like if i look at any european civilization i think it was never about truth um because it depends on the foundation on which it's built Mm -hmm. the romans didn't tell the people the truth the greeks didn't tell the people the truth the greeks stole philosophy from egypt and gave the people stolen philosophies and ideas for them to worship but the integral politics from like the Romans and them telling the people what's really going on, the top down from kings and monarchs and the king telling yeah. the people the real business never happened. Yeah, it never
3: happened. It's always been a hierarchy. Always yeah. been
2: lies that the people were fed half truths or perspectives of truth or distractions from truth yeah. through bread and circus shows to where it's like we because the old saying is you can't handle the truth and that's really true. For most people, that's true. It's a a lot of people. If you tell a large amount of people the truth, they will go crazy. So it's like, as a leader, if you know that, if I tell these people the truth, they're going to riot. If I tell these people the Mm -hmm. truth, they're going to tear something down. If I tell these people the truth, they won't go to work tomorrow. You're going to decide to make that decision for them that I can't tell them because they can't handle the truth. Then why do you tell the truth? So you tell the truth is when you want them to break out the reality of the delusion, when you want them to live accordingly to the law. And when you don't feel like you need to have an unfair advantage over people, and you feel like That's you a need to rule them. That's a great point you're hitting on, yeah. You understand me? Where it's like, I want you to know the truth so you'll know who you are, so you can rule yourself. Mm-hmm. So we can have what considered equality, so you can really have equity and equality on this planet Earth, to know that, yo, you are a god. You I'm think gonna tell you the truth that, about though? your
3: power, huh? You think most people want that? In Man, our culture.
2: I think they'd be lied so long that the truth is counter to their position now yeah you know what i'm saying when you've been lied so long and somebody tell you the truth it's like man now i don't have the power to appreciate the truth Mm. right so it's like now you want to tell me about the government you want to tell me about these systems you want to tell me about reality you want to tell me about religion you want to tell me about time and space it's like man i ain't gonna lie i was happy just being a worker believing that this was all that was but now that i know there's more yeah. I have a responsibility to go get more or to look at myself as less than for not going
3: to get more. And then we have to throw away everything we learn from school, religion, family members, mm-hmm. friends. And it's a shocking thing for most people to learn or discover what the truth is. Yeah, man. The truth yeah. is dangerous. But the truth really does set you free.
2: As cliche as it sounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that ability to accept the truth, I think, is more important than to hear it the ability to accept it once you hear it, regardless of how harsh it is, how much it may hurt you, how much it may beat you up, how much it may destroy that shadow self that you have to work at when nobody is around, that part will strengthen you because if you can go through the truth, for the truth is a journey. You have to go through it once you get it. It's an electrical energy that will wake up every fiber of your being and it's going to uh, stimulate mm-hmm. and titillate your know, senses and your mind, and it's going to change the way you have to
3: think and see and perceive the world. You think that's why people was giving so much feedback on a conversation your mic had? It's based on truth. Yeah. And any man that's lived as a man know that you guys were right, but why do you think so many people were pushing back on a conversation?
2: Because they now take on new truths, mm. right? And these new truths are not given to people that's connected to their own truths. So let's say in perspective that you have man teaching men how to be men mm-hmm. then you have women teaching men how to be men then you have government teaching men and women how to be men and what's yeah. accepted and right because yeah. when we look at common society in today right now it's the fact that you know the supreme court has more sway over what people accept right than their Absolutely. pastors and their preachers yeah. right and their ministers and and that's what it is because people don't vote for what the current rule of reality is, the Supreme Court for the most part comes and say, well, y'all couldn't figure this out, what we wanted in our agenda, so now we're gonna say that this is it. Now, when that happens, the people celebrate it and say this is the new norm, and then once it becomes legal, it becomes right or wrong, and people wanna be on the side of good, so Mm -hmm. they go on what's accepted as the normal thing, and people that go against it, then they threaten their position to have safety and what's accepted amongst the masses. So it's like masculinity, is such a, and this is from whether, you know, I don't know politics enough to even know what's right or left wing. I yeah. see it as one bird. I think when people start talking about left and right wing, I'm yeah. like, man, y'all talking about the same bird. Absolutely. Like, why, why do I'ma pick a wing yeah. on a bird? You understand me? I don't even eat chicken no more. Mm-hmm. You understand me? I don't want none of the bird. Yeah. Um, but the reality of it is, is that it's a, it's a vulture. Mm. The wings that they talking about on that bird, that's not, it's not an eagle, it's (sighs) a vulture. And the people are dead, and they goddamn picking on the carcasses of the people. You understand me? And the people voting on which vulture that they want to come and swoop down on them and take more pieces of them and more bits of them. So I think the danger of it is, is that we have gotten more comfortable with the lies than we have the truth. Mm -hmm. You understand me? People don't want the matrix anymore. They
3: want the watered-down version of it. How do you think you can wake people up without upsetting the system government and then becoming a a target as a result you can't you have to do that in order actually (laughs) so the
2: idea of trying to wake people up without accepting the system is more dangerous than going the straight path tell me more it's like somebody that wants to get out the streets and go the right path right in that moment it becomes dangerous somebody that's in the street is more safer than somebody that's trying to get out the streets Right. Mm. Because when you try to get out the streets, a lot of times your senses start to do You start to believe that you're safe. You stop looking around everywhere. You stop having the heightened senses of that reality and you stop living by a certain code because you start immersed, on, in, yeah. immersed in it. So then that's when most people get killed. Bro, we're just getting out the street. Bro, we're just mm. changing. It's like, bro, we're just doing it's a transition this. point. That yeah, transition is styles. dangerous. Yeah. You have to be in or out that we call it straddling the fence. Yeah, you can't be in between. Can't be in between. That's yeah. dangerous. So, if, like, if you're going to be revolutionary, go at it 100%. If, if particularly when you're speaking to yourself in yeah. every aspect. Yeah. The way you strategize with the world, that's you. Have an end goal with a result. But if you start to go in your mind like, I can play this, but I'm, I ain't got to do it like the other people. I'm going to just play around with it, and yeah. make some moves over here. No, the, 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 first of all, you're not going to the problem is that you're not going to make enough change to respect yourself Mm. you understand me then you're not going to make enough change to ever be a threat you understand me so the government not even going to look at you or whatever entity that you're going against like i ain't worried about that brother ain't really this ain't really out there making no changes they're more aligned with the agendas that we pushed in there and Mm. they don't even realize so a lot of people that think they're revolutionaries or actually going in the, the exact direction in which the government wants you to. And end up being
3: allies of the system. Yeah. That's interesting. I always said
2: it's the easiest time in the world to become a billionaire. My question to you was, what are you waiting for? Now, I know your dreams, ideas may not be at the scale of billions, but perhaps you can make five figures, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, right? The opportunity to fire your boss and replace it with a skill set is ever present every single day. But every day that you ignore this market that's continuously growing and making more millionaires and allowing people to fire their jobs and create new opportunities, you are missing out on a growing industry. I want to be able to teach you tokenomics. I want you to be able to understand how to find coins without all of the FOMO. how to understand why they're valuable in the first place. This is what I teach in the Infinite Wealth Strategies. That's why my students get amazing results because they don't just take the information, we give them the mindset on how you actually go execute it. You understand me? Teaching them how to learn, teaching them the mindset, then giving them the game when it comes to cryptocurrency and the blockchain. I want you to join my community as well in the Infinite Wealth Strategies and I want you to become a strategist. Why? Because a strategist understands their choices, know how to plan and execute. There's an infinite wealth out there, but you need a strategy in order to get you some. There's always gonna be another coin popping, but if you are not in, it don't even matter. Make sure you tap in to the Infinite Wealth Strategies so you can be ahead of the game instead of outside looking in. Tap in. That's the... The, like, what does is, what is woke mean
3: to you? Someone who is aware of the truth and can see the falsehoods that's been created in this country or world. And that is, that definition is
2: perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But now, wokeness has become this thing that is, like, it doesn't even have a real, the, the, the new perception of it is weird, right? Yeah. When I hear people talk about, you know, this, this, the, the, these people are too woke or this new woke, uh politics. I don't know what that really means, yeah. because what they did is they took another word and they covered it up with woke. Uh-huh. So they're not saying what they really want to say anymore. Yeah. Right. They just covering it up with woke because the real woke means to have awareness of the reality that you live in. Yeah. What's to, there to be uncovered. And that came from particularly when we we're just talking about black men calling them hoteps. At first and calling yeah. them too woke. Yeah. are talking about the conscious community that grew in Brooklyn and Harlem. Yeah. That's where that brew came from. That's really? where that wokeness came from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, wokeness was a good thing. Like like now when I hear it, it's the most cliche thing on the planet earth. But like back in, in the day. Conspiracy
3: theorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Conspiracy theorists, like yeah. oh, Brett woke, well, you know what's going on in yeah. reality. Like it was a badge of honor. Yeah. Now it's like, it's it's this thing where it's saying that if you go with any of the political agendas um, from the corporations or the oligarchies, then you are now part of this new woke crowd. Mm. You understand me? That you're going with you know, the sexual movements or these crazy political movements. It's so much, and then they just dress that up with wokeness instead yeah. of addressing it the way they want to. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. So I don't think they should use that word because the context doesn't make any sense. What word should they use instead? I think they should just call a spade a spade. You understand me? The reason people say wokeness is because they don't have freedom of speech. Right? Okay. So if you, once you have freedom of speech, the white men are now going to be like, we ain't got to say woke no more. We can just say that, listen, we don't like Disney because Disney is doing this. Yeah. And that means Disney is this group, right? Yeah. So they start calling things out as they are. Yeah. So for me, I think wokeness is like, you know, the new nigger, if you will. I ain't gonna call you a nigga. I'm just gonna say you too woke. You know That's what I'm saying? That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 same thing when you are talking about um the let's say Disney. Disney had the bill, like Disney. We could talk of stocks a little bit, right. right? Disney stocks. I heard some people believe that part of Disney not doing the numbers that it could be doing is because of it's too woke, mm-hmm. right? And and their interpretation of it's too woke the don't say gay bill, right? Yeah. And when they say the don't say gay bill, instead of them saying that it's too gay, they say it's too woke. Mm-hmm. So that's the slide in words. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like saying if you go and you watch a movie and it's about a, a lot of politically black consciousness interpreted in that movie, they go going to say this shit too woke instead of There's too many niggas in this movie. So you, it's a derogatory term now. Yeah. Slid in where whatever racist word or whatever word that you would have normally had. We slide in and walk for it.
3: And they are just like disruptors to the system.
2: Yeah. And and, yeah. and 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 you know, I don't always tend to, I don't know even who to uh, to even think about when it comes to agreement. But when, if it's truth, I agree with it. Yeah. Like truth doesn't have to settle upon people's feelings. You know Say what I'm saying? Again. Truth doesn't have to settle upon people's feelings. Like, T- Tell them why though. I love that. Because. Truth is like the sun will rise regardless if you want it to or not. Yeah. But you can have an emotional connection to it. I wish the sun wouldn't rise. It's too hot. It don't matter. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. It's going to rise and it's going to shine light on everything that is going on. Yeah. But when you want to keep something in the dark, then don't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about feelings, the reality of something is is that we are such a overly emotional society. Absolutely. And truth is just reality. It's void of emotions, Mm -hmm. it's mathematical. So I don't care how you feel because that won't change the reality of what the truth is. Absolutely, It will actually make you weaker if I curtail all of your feelings and speak some
3: mistruth Mm -hmm. by not telling you the whole truth. You think that's why they've concentrated or made a concentrated effort to have people more emotional, engage in more debates, more arguments online? so they're not able to control themselves and have, have like a high emotional quotient. I think
2: that's, that's loaded because social media benefits just particularly from the aggression, right? Absolutely. Like we know Twitter only has so many words because it forces you to be more aggressive when you have to condense a point. Yeah. It's hard to have humanity, you understand me, and empathy in and a passion. condensed point, yeah. right? Because when you're speaking with somebody, if you say something blatant, there's no, regard for your feelings it's yeah. just the truth yeah but if you give me time i can say it and express it in a way to where i can navigate your feelings yeah so that you can accept it in a different ma- manner. yeah but if i say well nah not only can like you have to condense this down to a point and each time you do that it's going to be more aggressive which is going to make more people right react to it so it has to be more polarizing yeah so social media benefits as a business model to keep people emotional you understand me like and therefore, when somebody tells the truth, the truth is now the bigger enemy, mm-hmm. you understand me? Because what keeps people comfortable is the lies. So if you got a bed made in lies, and a person trying to give you concrete truth, which one is going to be more comfortable? Yeah. You understand me? A person wants that bed of lies. They don't yeah. want to lay on that concrete of truth.
3: That's true.
2: You feel me? So for me, though, I don't have time. Because you got to have time, and it's a luxury to be able to skirt around people's feelings, mm. right? And unless you want to intentionally deceive them to manipulate them for a point. yeah. And manipulation can be good or bad depending on the end result for the people that you've manipulated. Because mm-hmm. politicians act in nothing but manipulation the entire campaign.
3: It's true. That's Very good. few, yeah, to deliver on what they promised.
2: So, like, let me ask you a question because you didn't start interviewing me, man. I
3: have to. <laughs> you, 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 I like you, it, you, though. You're worth wealth, wealth of knowledge. You're um, worth wealth of knowledge.
2: Speaking of... You are a person that is connected directly to the idea of wealth. Mm-hmm. If a person is going to talk to a master investor, they're thinking about an aspect of their life that they want to increase. They, mm-hmm. they may be thinking it's particularly generational wealth, yeah. and then in detail they're thinking about stocks. Yeah. You understand me? As their vehicle towards wealth. But let me ask you, what's the most interesting fact about wealth that you think about that you don't normally...
3: Um, display? There are probably only 7% of people will achieve it because they don't put systems, rules and ideologies in place mm. to make it or keep it. So everyone thinks like wealth is about knowledge. That's probably, we have more knowledge of every asset class but more people I talk to, I'm like they just have not executed because A they, might, they may not think that they're worthy mm-hmm. so you have to go through the deprogramming, decondition and then B, are you automating investing? Are you automating yeah. out of your business processes? No. But everybody I know damn near wakes up, they hop on social, check text, summa hop on Tinder, bumble, get to their dating life. And the wealth thing is like an afterthought. And I know in our community we often feel like we won't live long enough to even see the wealth. But I think that too has been a trick to make us not concentrate and put our efforts into like mastering. Mm. this one particular area
2: so what about wealth and relationships right because I, I had seen my out to my brother um Shabazz he was uh talking about a post where a lady was in a marriage mm-hmm. and in the marriage she said she ended up leaving the guy she loved him she said mm-hmm. um they had a great marriage but he had a job that didn't meet her standards of living And she didn't see any increase during the time of their marriage. So she ended up leaving somebody that she completely loved in this Mm. marriage, divorced him. And supposedly the story is he literally died of a heart attack. You understand me? So he died of a broken heart.
3: That's crazy.
2: Now, my point was within that, though, marriage was never about love. Yeah. Right? Marriage... If, if anything, if you would think about it, it's an agreement to really create generational wealth. Yeah, it's a business partnership. You understand me? It's a business partnership. Yeah. So what is the, what, what is the formula today, if you will, about relationships and building wealth? Like, let's say if a woman has a house,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, um, if she has a house before she gets into a relationship, mm-hmm. right, uh, and that's the house that she lives in. Now she gets into a relationship with a man, and let's say the man doesn't have a house yet.
0: Does he move in? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more,
1: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
3: With her? King needs his own castle. King needs his own castle. Grandmother almost told me, like, there is no romance with our finance, and you can't be the king of someone else's home.
2: Mm, So you wouldn't move in with a woman that already had her own house?
3: I'm going to be real. It's hard enough when they move into our homes. (laughs) and it's our castle yeah so even if you move there and pay all the bills it still feels like this was mine right beforehand and even it sucks that she did that and I get it but most women and I'm not trying to be salacious but most women who wants a king who can provide like that often are not equipped to give a man what he needs Mm. most men who have the money and I hear the six-figure debate and all that sounds good but most women don't bring enough peace to get the man that makes seven, eight, nine figures.
2: Mm, Talk to the, about the peace. Cause all right, so I want to, I want to condense this point for a little bit, right? So the marriage, marriage really can not build wealth, right? We know for a fact that couples, right now it's better for a woman to be in a relationship. You understand me? uh, Then by herself, because a relationship for a woman, if she's with a man with money, automatically increases her network. And a
3: man too, especially if he has a good woman and she brings peace. That's the number one asset in any relationship. But a good woman,
2: because- So so this was my point though, right? So if a woman gets into a relationship, yeah. her net worth automatically increases cause she's gonna pay for less things. Yeah. Automatically. She's with a man that's going to be paying for the trips, he's paying for the food, he's paying for, you know, rent, all of those different things. Yeah. So he automatically allows her to be able to have more investing power. Uh So she's into investing, she can automatically put more money into the market, put more money into businesses, wherever she wants. Because now he's just taking care of all of her living expenses. So a woman in a relationship is getting the first benefit of the relationship through increased net worth if a man is taking care of her in that relationship.
3: I mean, but the truth is, most men offer that because they don't bring anything else to the table. Mm. Men complain about women being gold diggers, and then you approach them on, fuck with me, baby, and I'm going to give you everything that you need. Because if he was just you by yourself, it may not be enough. So a lot of times men are making promises, grand gestures, because they know inside they may not be worthy enough. Mm.
2: They might not be worthy enough. Now, I believe that's true because a man will start to judge himself based on his material possession yeah. because he don't have any immaterial possession. Absolutely. He don't look at his intellect, his spirit, his soul, his confidence, it's just his intrinsic value. Absolutely. You understand me? Like for me, I know what my intrinsic value is, mm-hmm. right? Like I know for a fact I'm a one-on-one, Yeah. you understand me? And a person can take it however they want to, mm-hmm. but they got to take it directly from me because the source of it is, is, you know, you're not going to find a replacement it's just the reality. reality of it, yeah. And you have to carry that energy as a man. You have to. To know who you are, because that's going to resonate with the woman that you choose. And you're going to attract a woman who appreciates and understands that Absolutely. quality about yourself. Because she can see the that uniqueness you. of who you are. And she will help you bring out
3: more, which is going to increase your network. And a lot of times the men that lead with money are lacking confidence mm. or self-worth. So How do they get to that point? It takes a lot of work. People don't want the workload that comes with that. Like, one of my favorite books is "As a Man Thinking. So I truly believe, like, whatever you put into your mind, you're going to get out. Like, how many men look in the mirror, like a mirror over there, and say, "Hey, I'm worthy. I'm amazing. I can make all of my dreams come true." That's why I want Kanye clip when he's like, "I am a god." Mm-hmm. I love that clip. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like got energy. because he's like, yo, if I said I'm a nigga, that may resonate with 95 percent, but what you program and put into your mind becomes true and you pass that down to your children and lineage. So I think mm-hmm. relationships, and especially marriage, when you find the right person, there is no multiplier like that. If you have peace, happiness, joy, and someone who's on the same level who wants to help you build. A lot of times people get married because they've been sold this idea of romantic love. Mm-hmm. And romantic love was created to sell trinkets. Yeah, that's jewelry, fact. engagement ring, homes, even the American dream. is Roman
2: antics. That's where we get it from. We get it from Absolutely. the Romans. You understand me? And and that's the the unfortunate reality is like, uh, Revolt wanted me to do a segment on uh, why do black women feel empowered to date outside their race, mm. right? And I thought about whether I actually wanted to do it or not because you know, sometimes I, I try to control my narrative of conversation. Like I don't want to be the person talking about that shit because yeah. honestly, a lot of that is, it's a fake narrative, yeah. it's not real. Yeah. And the reason I say it's not real because when I started to do some research for it, I say, well, what have they been empowered to do?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I looked at the, the data and I'm like, well, these women, whether you're talking about the new Supreme Court or a vice president or the representatives in Congress, whatever it may be, but when I look at what has been done specifically for the black community with the power that they have, they haven't been empowered. Yeah. They have just been given places. Yeah. You understand me, and placeholders. So for me, if you, if you get a symbol without substance, that means nothing. nothing. So if you if you're going to empower a black woman, you have to put her in position and by black woman, I'm talking about somebody that has the mindset for their people to liberate them, mm-hmm. and once they get in position, they will utilize that power to enact change once in that position.
3: But you know, they know that a woman has the greatest chance of being a liberator that the system won't let that happen. Oh, hell, no, no. The, the, they, they will never let that happen.
2: I mean the the, the black woman that People look up to the most she had a black man, and that was Michelle Obama. Yeah. So it was like, I'm not about to ignore, and and you know, I don't particularly look to that particular family as liberators, but that was that first woman is the woman that all black women give praise and love and Absolutely. energy to. Yeah. You understand me? And if we're going to look at any example in politics, Michelle Obama was the only black woman, mm-hmm. you understand me, that was impactful, right, in her position. Yeah. As far as a symbol. The other black women got in position, but the only impact they had was during Uh or right there when they actually got in position. So when they announced that they won, that was it. But afterwards, where do we see the impact? That's it. So I don't want this narrative to be like, oh, this person got this position because we that's dangerous as a community. When we get into politics and we're happy with the position instead of the power.
3: But most don't want the power to change. If we're going to have an honest conversation, most people don't love being black enough to make anything different for black people.
2: Mm. Mm. So so then we have to get in the idea of what is black because that goes into the culture, the values, Mm -hmm. the norms. You understand me? And having an inherent position to see yourself a part of a collective. Because... This 46 million black people in America are a collective. Yeah. They are a nation within a nation. Yeah. And if you can see yourself as a part of that that these are my brothers and sisters in this ecosystem. Yeah. Some know themselves, some don't know themselves. Some yeah. are blind deaf and dumb, some are intelligent, some are rich. Some of this that and the third but this is my big dysfunctional family yeah you understand me and when i'm in my position the first thing i'm going to do is something for my family mm-hmm. why is because i am only getting in this position to do something for my family yeah but if you you can tell we, we, let's look at the billionaires in our culture right yeah who is actually dangerous right we see Elon Musk wake up one day and decide to utilize the world as this playing field mm-hmm. and go buy the largest social media platform that was empowered by black voices on the planet Earth, which Absolutely. is Twitter. Twitter yeah. He can just wake up and decide that I'm going to leverage my money, my influence, my power, mm-hmm. right? And dictate to the world what I want to change. That's why capital is king. That's power. Yeah. We don't have that power in our celebrities, in our billionaires. Mostly also because they don't try and make bold statements. Once they get the money and power, a lot of times they'll go silent
3: on us. What is the reward to do so? So let's take Oprah, Kanye, Robert. Jay. Jay. Malcolm got killed, what happened? Martin got killed, what happened? We in LA. Mm -hmm. Nipsey got killed. People don't, people say they're Nip up to death, don't send shit to Lauren for them kids. A lot of it is show. So if I can argue on the other side of it, we can be for the people, but if something happens to that person, no retribution is ever had.
2: So the difference between Malcolm and Martin is they had no money. Uh-huh. They had no money, right? And they were left completely to the will and the whims of the people. So it's like, when you really dissect what was going on with Martin, he figured out way too late yeah. that money was the game, that yeah, wealth was in the, the game, yeah. Like that was the real power. So yeah the moment like he figured that out the fbi is there tapping him the whole time yeah so he once once you make that kind of transition they had to make a bold move and they assassinated him done with yeah malcolm made plays towards human rights Mm -hmm. right putting that on a big stage letting black people know about nationality and things of that nature and making america look bad in the public of the united nations around the world Mm -hmm. um that was a dangerous gang, and then not having position of wealth and power, mm-hmm. right, um, control over media or protection, yeah. he was a man by himself. Yeah. right? Completely by himself. Yeah. So in the midst where he made the most dangerous move, he was, he had, he was isolated, yeah, right? And the people that was surround him were complete FBI agents for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even think that those are proper examples. Because when we look at it in context and detail, we can see exactly how that felt, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk, and, and I'm not saying like, you know, there's there are spooks and messiahs, right? The spooks Absolutely. are the ones, you know, who set beside the dough, who, who, you know, sneak in and infiltrate, mm-hmm. get the information, bring it back to the people. You the don't messiahs. think
3: Con- Kanye has tried? Maybe not the way that you would, but in comparison to other billionaires, he's tried a lot more. And then yeah. he get deemed as crazy or erratic or there was an attempt on his mental sanity to get power of attorney over. like it's a lot that comes with that journey
2: if there was ever a man who had freedom of speech it was Kanye West (laughs) yeah Yeah. um there's so much to unpack about Kanye though Mm -hmm. so much so many layers and dimensions about Kanye West and a man who is still in the midst of his story has to always be given lee- leeway mm-hmm. to change chapters and the trajectory of how his story ends. Yeah. So, with Kanye West, I want to see what develops, mm-hmm. right, from the bolstering about his money, his wealth, his influence, and mm-hmm. power. Yeah. Right? Um, because what can happen is more important than what has taken place thus far. Because yeah. if we look at ourselves, we personally know we've impacted tens of thousands of families, yeah. right? Not because we are entertainers, mm-hmm. but we're educators and liberators, yeah. Yeah. to where we directly inject truth and knowledge into the minds of the people for them to execute and change the trajectory of their family, mm-hmm. to where they can go about creating institutions, right? And institutional power is the key to it all. Absolutely. Right? So it's like, when entertainers have influence to where they are interjecting knowledge into the minds of the people, then you start to see change. Because it's not about them so much just utilizing their platform and their money to just go at the government do all this crazy yeah. wow stuff. They ain't got that kind of paper, number one. Yeah, But it's about how they utilize their platform and who they empower more than anything. Mm. Because if I see a Kanye or a Jay or whoever, I have to see who are they empowering in their ecosystem.
3: Who do you think they should have empowered by now that they haven't?
2: <laughs> I went, and when it comes to media, right? If I wanna empower somebody through media, I'm going to empower the very voice they don't want to see up there. I'm going to if I got Kanye West money, I'm going to go to a Earn Your Leisure yeah. and empower them. Yeah. I'm not going to Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. Like, if I want to be the most dangerous
3: black man in America, I want I'm to, be to empower other dangerous black men. I think, and coming from the Midwest, growing up 30 minutes away from where Kanye grew up, I love his journey because he, like anybody who knew Kanye or knew of him in 2001, Kanye was probably like the 80th most popular rapper in Chicago. Nowhere, like where he ascended to, no one saw that. I don't think he wants to be the most dangerous. I think he wants to be the most accepted.
2: His he, he speaks as if he wants, but his brand is the way he speaks for acceptance. Is mm-hmm. I'm the most dangerous black man, yeah. You understand me? Like when you see the dinners he lays out and the all black, all of that is energy derived from you know, uh, um, decades of other yeah. people's leadership, the Black Panthers, the NOI, right? A, a That's what he's being things. pushed
3: out. If Elon Zuckerberg grabbed him, Gates, that energy wouldn't be there, just like when he was in debt. So you got Joe Rogan with Elon, yeah. But who is Kanye's Joe Rogan that's black? But I would argue Joe Rogan made himself before Elon got there. Still, but Elon chose to further empower him. Yeah. It was mutually beneficial. And that's the thing I love about you, Trent Rashad. We all choose to build. There's a lot of people in the industry that play games with us that don't help. But they also know, too, that if they help us, their value is gone. Mm-hmm. What do most entertainers, what value do they actually bring? Yeah. Most nothing. None. And then once you learn the behind the scenes of how the business actually works, how to deal, it's like most people working work in corporate make more than most entertainers. Mm-hmm. So even in our community, people don't want to elevate certain people because they feel like, well, I won't have any value or I won't be able to make money. That's,
2: that's it right there. Yeah. See, now, and not only that, it's like it's easy to be like, like, we're in position to put certain people on now, right? Yeah. That's what I want to do with high level conversations. There are certain people that I know that don't get voices, but I want to put them in an aesthetic, in a sphere, and let the world hear what they have to yeah. say, right? But that cr- requires a level of intentionality. Mm-hmm. Putting up your own money and intentionally finding those voices that can be liberators in spaces that you don't have the Absolutely. will to do, right? So yeah. if you have a billion dollars, and I have a billion dollars, it looks different than the current billionaires. Just the reality. That's true. Because there's gonna be a lot more projects and a lot more people connected to that ecosystem that are gonna be doing things based on the new leverage that we have, Yeah. right? Like, if today, if you wanna create impact in the world, where's the first place that you go to? Like, you you today, master investor, Mm -hmm. you now have a billion dollars at your will to do whatever you want to
3: What's your move, you man? Going inside of my community first. Mm. You said you're going to what? Going inside my community first. Mm. Like those that built with me, I'll hit there because the thing that we lack like really is organization. And also, too, like everyone wants to overthrow the system. We're the only community that announces to the public, hey, we're going to tear this shit down. And then wonder why we don't get far. <laughs> <laughs> you can't announce, yo, I'm coming to 63rd. <laughs> Talk to my Chicago and man, when I get over there, I'ma fuck y'all up. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, you have to move in silence. Even with Kanye, like, I love his determination. I think he moves wrong. All the people that are most dangerous are silent. Yeah, I just
2: think he needs to uh, have the right people around him, um, and, and that changes everything. Yeah, especially when you are at that position. There's no, there's, you, there's no billionaire, there's no powerful person on the planet Earth that makes great moves that doesn't have good counsel. Absolutely. You understand yeah. me? Like, good counsel yeah. is more important than anything. Absolutely. Because it's something that your money won't be able to buy. Absolutely. You understand yeah. me? Because the wisest counsel are a lot of times the people that can't be bought. Mm-hmm. Those are the intellects, the Especially thought integrity. leaders, yeah. the militants. Like, you or even no tell you you're sh- moving
3: wrong, you're doing this hell wrong. Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: You need the people you disagree with the most. Absolutely. The people that, like, the issue is that a lot of people get egotistical and they want to be isolated with people who don't challenge them enough.
0: So right, they allow all you to go to make failure. all of
2: the dumbass moves you're going to yeah. make in front of the world. And then yeah. you get mad at them. Like, why y'all ain't tell me? Yeah. Now you get mad at all the people around you. But there's yeah. also the people that comfort you when you do
3: stupid shit. That also goes back to do people want truth or not? People want to be pacified. Mm. Most people do. That's what led to Caesar's fall. Like, even when they talk about the attack of Brutus, it was an integrity thing. Like, Caesar was sleeping with Brutus's mother. Mm. And his counsel. Said it would be okay because you're in power. If you're friends, there are certain lines you shouldn't cross.
2: Mm, you get smoke. That's left
3: out of the history books for the most part, though. Yeah. You need counsel to guide you and tell you, hey, man, you're fucking up. Yeah. That's why I have my dad, my friends, brother, dream team. If I'm out of line, they tell me, I'm like, and leaders have to listen. Yeah. So if you tell me, hey, brother, you move, I got to change it right away. Mm-hmm. Not debate with you, not go back and forth. Because I think anytime you have counsel, or friends that tell you something that's like love and immediate action. Mm. A lot of times leadership will say, hey, that's wrong. Is that me or you that um, me. say that you're wrong? And I'm like, well, what's the point of having them around to guide you and impart wisdom into you if you're not gonna listen?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of times you think you want it until you get it though, Yeah. because it's like, once you ask somebody to tell you the truth, and then they start speaking, and you like, all right, that's mm-hmm. enough. And then the person, like, no, you told me to tell you this. I got to get it all out. Accept it, yeah. And by the time they done speaking, they're your enemy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and it shouldn't be well, – what do you think we can do to have more conflict resolution in our community? Because that's one of our big weaknesses.
2: We have to have communities, um, and those communities have to have systems. Hmm. You understand me? It's like you're not going to get conflict resolution on a one-off uh, situation. Like yeah. It has to be people are part of organizations. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's nobody should just be out there by themselves. There's, there's a lot of men that claim that, oh, I can't follow, I don't believe in God. Or I can't be a part of an organization or a community. And most of that has to deal with a lot of internal shit that they don't want to deal with as men to Absolutely, be a part of yeah. something. Yeah. And I say that because most men don't deal with the conflict inside themselves to be able to deal with a conflict with someone else.
3: Mm.
2: You understand me? And so a lot of times they want to be pacified around people, but once you get in an organization, Right. It's going to be people that's going to check you every single step of the way. Brother, we can't do this. You can't Uh do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. And in your mind, this is somebody telling you what to do. You understand me? And then you look at them like, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? Yeah. But when you are righteous and you divine and you within yourself, none of those egoistic things start to pop up as an
3: issue. Yeah. Oh, brother,
2: instead, imagine if you had the spirit. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Or... Damn, that kinda hit my spirit, but you're right. I'm gonna tighten up.
3: Yeah. That's soldiers. Only the truth hits hard. Yeah. That's why I think when people get into conflict, if you're not willing to listen, you're not letting people love you. Like love is not always nice. Mm-hmm. So well, if you're I... messing up and nice somebody doesn't tell you. I wanna start. No, go nice. Ahead
2: don't be nice. nice the the meaning and the root word of nice is to be stupid that's mm. the way nice was used yeah. f- for its inception yeah. so this person is nice the person is saying this person is stupid
3: yeah
2: right like it's it's, it's when you go around people whether you are in white people black brown asian orange whatever color you want to be around or you are in different people of different classes celebrities influence whatever different people start to make you act nice
3: mm-hmm. right
2: and why do you start acting that way because a lot of those times you're trying to appease somebody else at the detriment to yourself. Yeah. Right. Women do this all the time, unfortunately, more than anybody. because yeah. They close themselves up. They apologize too much. Excuse me too much because they are taught not to take up any space. Yeah. So they have to play stupid. Yeah. I don't like. She don't have any wisdom. She don't have any intelligence. Well, black women have men do this more. around white men. Yeah. Black men get around white men and start playing nice. You understand me? A white man make a joke that a black man to make. And a black dude would be offended if a, if a black man made that joke or tried to play yeah. him like that. But when it yeah. comes to a white dude, he playing nice. he slap him on the ass and telling him he's stupid. You understand me? he take it as a joke. Yeah. Because you think that in those environments, you have to play stupid. Right? Not stupid to the point where, you know, I don't want a person to know this is a part of my strategy. I'm really yeah. smart. No, stupid to the point where they make you feel like you always have to be subservient, that you can Mm. never be a master in a position, that they need to play nice with you. Nah, like I get around people, I'm always gonna be me. It makes everybody else uncomfortable. But
3: how how did you gain that confidence? Through
2: the Nation Islam. Mm. I gained that because when I was younger, they told me I was a god at an early age, and I, Mm. I went through the development of understanding what that meant. I was always taught that you know, a black man is supposed to, it's 196 million 196,940,000 square miles on the planet Earth. And that they told me that particularly so that I know that this is my home. And if this is my home, then I should know the square mileage of where mm-hmm. I live. So when I walked outside, I looked around and I seen my crib. You understand me? And so there's nobody that can tell me where I don't or do belong.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: When a
2: cop pulled up to me and we in Oakland or we in St. Louis and they asked me where I'm from, they do that so it makes it feel like we don't belong here. Like, I live here. Who are you to even question me? You understand me? Like, same thing with my own body and my home. Like, I live here. Who are you to get me angry? I want to allow you to do something that I know is your tactic that gets me angry so you can put me in a cell or a place I don't belong. Mm. You don't have that kind of power. So the goal was to give me and all the brothers and sisters who got that knowledge the ability to have control. And that's Mm. power. I'm 19 Keys and
0: this is high-level conversation
2: have been with the God. family 19 keys tapping in with you Um, I want to tell you why you need to tap into the infinite wealth strategies number one there's a lot of millionaires being brought every single day right the job market is devastated you understand me Um, you can go to college but it's better to get you a skill I've had several six-figure days in the market trading, right? Cryptocurrency. And at the time I had little knowledge, right? I've sold an NFT, which was just a digital picture rendering for over $16,000. But why? Because I understood the market and I knew the value of it. I've sold thousands of books. You understand me on my e-commerce platform, utilizing my strategies that I teach inside the Infinite Wealth Strategy. But I also have a beautiful community of people all around the world assisting, providing information, resources and links, because I know that it's harder to learn by yourself, but it's better to learn in a community sense. When you join Infinite Wealth Strategies, you too can become a part of a community of people learning together and earning together. Make sure you tap in because it's the education that you need in order to succeed and build wealth. Don't be on the outside, tap in. Infinite Wealth Strategies.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We wanna make the world a better place by working more efficiently.